Heyo, this is Kali. Um, this is episode number four um, of my podcast, Callie Can't Stop Talking. Um, it's been a while again. I'm probably just going to say that in every episode because kind of just at this point happens when I feel um, an overwhelming need to talk about something or discuss something, which is kind of the purpose of this. It's sort of a way for me to work out things out loud and to connect with other people because I just find that we're kind of living in a time where people, people really aren't connecting the way maybe they should or that they're not communicating the way that would help a lot of us and what's kind of missing from that is a lot of people don't have the opportunity to say oh I feel that way too and and to find that kind of kindred spirit and just somebody that sometimes when you hear somebody else is going through something it really does help to not feel alone and so sometimes when I when I go to do these it's something that I'm wondering am I alone on this and kind of you know I've done research or I've gone around reading things and trying to figure out what I feel and and why I feel it and because there's an overwhelming amount of information on what I'm talking about or what I'm thinking about it really emphasizes the fact that I'm definitely not alone in this and you know there was a time that it would make me feel like oh then I guess I don't have any original thoughts but there's something really reassuring about the fact that um that sometimes what you're feeling other people have felt too and or are feeling currently and instead of it isolating you it it might make you feel like there's somebody that will understand you so um one of the things I've been that that's sort of been on my mind a lot and I know I talked about last episode I talked about this ghosting thing and and, and really it's it's made me feel it's made me feel like there's a little bit more there when it comes to communication with, with even with friends. And, um, you know, I started to dig really deep into what it does to someone to kind of be ignored and to feel like at the end of the day that they're not really worth a response, um, that they're not worth somebody at least treating them like, like a human being. And this is, actually at this point has very little to do with just dating I just feel like um, it's worse when we do it to people in our lives that are our friends and the thing is at the end of the day I heard somebody say this um, is right now everybody's dealing with daddy issues or with issues in general I guess things that we used to call daddy issues really they're just a lack of coping mechanisms for um, certain thoughts and certain the certain things that you're going through and now I am personally somebody who has wanted in the last uh, few months maybe years even has wanted to deal with these things so I I go to therapy and I, I speak about these things and I do try to if not to understand everyone else to understand myself and I, I was debating having this kind of conversation especially so openly but one of the things that I find that this format actually does is it it kind of passes the point of of 
discomfort, at least for me, that it's not me having to sit down and talk to my friends and just be honest about something that's happening with me. Um, But it's sort of passing that because anybody who wants to listen will hear it, but they might not be emotionally attached to what I'm saying, except from an understanding point. So they're not feeling that they're personally attacked. So they're not really taking it as if what I'm telling them is against them. And that sometimes, you know, the way you're feeling is independent of other people around you. And sometimes you're feeling it because of of people around you. And really trying to figure out, that's what I do. I try to figure out, is it somebody else that has made you know made me overthink this way and and by that I mean I I actually find it very hard to to talk about like someone making you do something because honestly they don't make you do anything but but with that said they don't make you do it but they do there is something about um a miscommunication or something happening that is impacting you and that impact means that we are not islands We are not people who act and go through life without some sort of influence on the people around us, even if it's as simple as, you know, try it. I mean, try it out, walk around, smile at someone and you'll see the effect no matter what it is, even if it's they look at you like you're crazy or if they smile back, if you've made their day, anything, you can see the tiniest amount of impact you have on someone. And the thing is, we're kind of going it feels like to me that we're going in this direction that we don't impact people enough like oh who do you think you are and we're kind of trying to humble everyone and 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 we're doing it to ourselves but we're also doing it in in regular conversations like who do you think you are to 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 assume that you're um having that influence on people but the fact of the matter is we do and sometimes we do to people we didn't even ever expect we would um I know as somebody who internalizes a lot, but also I've just learned this term. I'm like, I I take things from the exterior and I blame myself for a lot of it. So if somebody else is having a bad day or if somebody in my life is, is somehow acting differently, I can, I will feel it as an empath, but I'll also assume it's me that's doing something wrong. And this has been very unhelpful (laughs) to be honest, but it's it's something I'm trying to come with to come to terms with that it's it's also why it's been you know it makes a few things in my life quite difficult um I've spoken about the dating life but I've also you know not just single life but being in a relationship I've been in a relationship I my past relationship was quite problematic and a lot of it was because the person I was with had a lot of issues that they did not know how to independently work on. And I thought because I was quite strong and because I had a great support system that I was the perfect person to be able to help them through it, not realizing that I would also feel guilty every step of the way that I couldn't help someone. And that also the pressure putting on him was that be, because he felt like he was always disappointing me because I I apparently you know I, if I had all the answers or if I had an approach that I thought would work or if I thought I was being helpful I really wasn't and um, at the end of the day not being able to quote-unquote save someone um, took really really horrible effects or had really horrible effects on me um, but also it made because of some of the consequences of it um 
you know, namely, and uh, I mean, I have mentioned it before, unfortunately, the moment somebody you're with, for example, chooses somebody else while you're with them, um, something it will do is make you wonder if you're ever good enough. And it is something that, again, full dis- <laughs> um, honesty has to be something that we have to deal with. And I would say I'm ashamed of it, but the reality is that the more I think that there are other people that know exactly what I'm talking about, the more I feel like it, it's just a normal reaction to things. So I'm not really ashamed of the fact that I have spent most of my life not thinking I was enough. And, um, and whether it's a shock or not to people in my life, it is something that has impacted me. Now, um, a little backstory, I'm a middle child, so a lot of this will also be an effect of if you if you know a middle child or you are a middle child and being ignored is kind of something that stereotypically we don't deal well with but also deal like have to kind of go through um but it's it's also I've been I've been blessed to be surrounded by just incredible people you know some of them were not great but I'm so lucky to have some just phenomenal people in my life. And the funny thing that happened with that that I never realized is because of how great and how much I appreciated some of these people in my life, it made me also feel like there was no way I would ever stick out around these people. Because, you know, it's sort of like saying, you know, when men, just just like a weird example, if if a if a guy were to say, you know, oh, there's there aren't really many good girls around, you know, like smart, like girls that are whatever, quote unquote, uh, the the whole package. When they say that to me, for example, um, or if it's ever been said, or in a way maybe to make me feel like I'm still okay, it doesn't really have that effect because. My friends are genuinely like some of the most beautiful inside and out people that and they're smart and they're strong and they're tough and they're um, kind and, and soft and, and just honestly just some of the best people I know and I'm so lucky for that and it's sort of like if you walk around with those people you will never feel like there there's a lack of them. <laughs> Um, it's what I luckily now in my life am so lucky to to be around Um, and yes I've had a lot of the unfortunately I've also had a big exposure to I've moved around a lot I've started over a lot I've lived in different places and as someone who at least was somewhat social way back when I met a lot of people which means every kind of people and at different phases in their life. And I really try to understand them, where they're coming from. And I I have a habit of finding excuses for a lot of people that maybe didn't necessarily deserve it, but that, you know, I don't know, necessarily deserve it. That's that to say that I can only say that in hindsight, but at the time I never believed that people didn't deserve a second, third, fourth, fifth chance because as somebody who's constantly changing and in and, and the sense that I'm always adapting to different surroundings, different people, and I can't say that I think exactly 100% the same way as I did a few, a few months ago even, um, I find so much has changed. And because I try to butterfly through these things, um, 
I, I have a high level tolerance for other people that are working through things. And I, you know, I've seen the transformation. I've seen, yeah, I've just seen a lot of people change and good or bad, it happens. So I'm aware it happens. But this all to, to bring back to my point is I spent a lot of my life and I still do really not thinking that I'm enough and but enough in 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 pretty much every sense um you know at work i'll work my butt off and uh i will you know i don't know if you've heard or if you should really look into the concept of uh imposter syndrome because apparently a lot of us especially millennials um are really going through it and and it might not be millennials it might be a direct effect of um things like social media and the um different forms of communication and connections that we're establishing i don't really know if it's our generation or if because it's happening now our generation is more affected by it um because i i do believe there's a possibility that people in their 50s 60s uh weren't feeling the imposter syndrome and they might be feeling it now um the same with anybody in the younger generations so with that said because i don't think it's limited to this time i just to um this age group uh, it's a really fascinating concept, but as someone who who feels it, they they try to put it in um, the idea that none of us know what we're doing, <laughs> and um, I always wonder where that comes from. Is it is it that we're more vocal, and is it that we actually bond these days over these kind of negative thoughts, which is yeah, none of us know how to adult. You know, I'm sure you've heard that from someone or another, just being like, what even is adulting? It's like you have this idea that being an adult is one thing and you're definitely not it um you don't feel prepared you don't feel like you feel like you fell into things that happen into your life you don't really feel like you put the work in as much as or at least the work that you did put in you don't feel like it's being noticed the same way um so I kind of feel like I go through a bit of that with my life and so when I say that I have amazing people in my life sometimes I worry that they're going to you know, come to terms with the fact that I'm I'm not really as great as they are. And that, you know, I, I thought this in my first relationship because of how much I uh, loved him and, and thought how amazing he was as a person. I really felt that one day he would, he would wake up and look at me and be like, oh my God, what the hell am I doing? And so I just tried to, I tried to make sure he always saw what he needed to see to stay and that and I was always really self-conscious of it and just made sure that I didn't change too much so that the things that I thought he liked about me didn't didn't change and didn't cause friction and so trying to fit into a mold that I thought was the only reason he liked me ended up being my downfall because I wasn't that person 100% and so I felt resent and I felt I felt that he couldn't love me for who I was and to be honest by the end of you know four and a half years of that he wouldn't even really know that person so it wouldn't be his fault um and again it was just the level of respect and love that I had for him that made me feel like you know I was convinced that if we broke up that everyone would say what did Callie do she must have messed it up she must have done something because there was no way that he could have and uh, I believed that I genuinely did to the point that when we did break things off and I did it I knew I was the bad guy and um, you know that was just progressed through other things 
and uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out what does that and I'm trying to figure out why I have so much tolerance and 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 high respect or high expectations for other people um when you know I've been working so hard at myself and I don't think it's a lack of confidence because a lot of people that meet me <laughs> I mean I love myself and <laughs> it's uh it's not really something that has a has become a problem it it was way back when but it's not now and the fact of the matter is there I've been able to separate my self confidence with my confidence in what other people see and so for me I love myself but I don't trust that anyone else does and that has become um a bit of a problem and when I say that I mean uh it's a bit of an absolute and uh I think that there are people that do and they just do it differently um and again I'm so so lucky like I think <laughs> I pretty much have one of the best families in in I don't know I I know other people love their families and stuff which is great but I mean my sisters are my best friends and we're so close and we can talk about anything together and I mean for me to tell my sisters that other people think I don't open up they'd be like what like I know I know everything about you and it's true and 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 we know a lot about each other and we we are very lucky with that and my parents are hands down like two of the most supportive people they are cheerleaders but also coaches and educators and I'm really just role models in my life and uh, I don't say it enough I'm so beyond um lucky and for things like that and to, um because of that I, I I try to make sure that I can bring that to other people because I, I was born into this you know I, it wasn't something I worked for it wasn't something that I did and so because uh of that I I end up having this weird like survivor's guilt of life that I didn't have to work for some of the great things I have in my life and I feel like the last thing I want is to ever waste that and because it makes me feel like a more whole and supported person um to to, to have developed better coping mechanisms and and things like that i i end up taking on people that didn't have that luck or that didn't have um what i did and or that don't have what i did and i try um my goal would be to be that for them and if they didn't have support through their whole life that i would be that and if they if they had people changing all the time around them that i would be their constant and that i would be the one that could be there no matter um and my big theme for this year for 2019 was i really needed to learn boundaries um because what kept happening to me was i was tired all the time and and the worst thing possible happened last year that i needed i needed someone and i didn't know how to ask and things started falling apart very quickly and more than one thing happens and i for once didn't needed help and didn't know how to ask for help and it wasn't anyone's fault around me but the fact of the matter was i i didn't have anyone to call because i had set it up so that i was the one that they always called and so unless i learned how to say i need you too i wasn't going to get that and to realize that you are the person standing in your way that you are the person that is um the reason why you don't 
know how to do these things is is really hard but um I wanted to talk about this because I think and what I've learned is that my goal and how I got better or or trying to is that I want to make sure that I have enough enough strength and enough emotional stability and enough um well-roundedness and in, in, in coping ability that if my friends ever need anything that I can be there so coming out of a bad relationship my motivation to get better was that my friends might need me and of course a few months after my best friends went through a breakup as well and I was there and I was so grateful for myself that I could get to a point where I had enough energy for someone else and that I could drop everything and and just be there for them and get back to myself because a part a big part of being who I am is somebody that has the ability to be there and so last year when so much took was taken out of me because I was working overtime and trying to fix things that I blame myself for but I really was not at fault um I mean I was in a car accident my grandmother died um my relationship that I thought I was I deserved and was working for and my partner um preferred to start over with someone else while with me then deal with what he had already done to me um things just kept happening and then I lost my job and it was the one place I put all of my energy and uh, thought I was useful and I loved and I was there probably 13 hours a day 11 13 hours a day and it kept me busy and it kept me going and it was like at one it was the last thing to go and I thought I couldn't get a break for sure like by the time that happened I was I was done and um, I I knew I had to get to a place that when these things that it's not my fault that they happen that I need to be ready and I need to know how to deal with them so trusting myself when I knew I couldn't trust anything else was all I could get to. That all to say that I don't consider myself strong or tough or um I think everyone has their own definition of what of what that is. Um, again, I've done a lot of it with great support in my corner. But I've also been there a lot for other people. And I've also chosen to give more of myself than I've probably received from a lot of people. And when I was exhausted of it, when I had no energy left for myself, was when I needed to reevaluate and... Um, I should have been able to lean on others for it but I had put myself in a position where no one knew how to do that a lot of people didn't at least around me and um, that's because I had put I had positioned myself as the tough one that didn't need anything and I know I did that through university because I know I had friends say it to me and um, you know growing up I had people in my life that would tell me that if I was sad, if I was upset, that they didn't want to deal with it, didn't know how, and to come back to them and talk to them when I was happy again, because that's when they liked me best. 
And I used to see it as motivation to get back to happy. But I know when I was younger, I couldn't. I had a hard time getting back to happy. Um, and that not dealing with and that not coping with has its effects later on. And I thought one of the effects was that I would have an insurmountable um, degree of understanding and empathy. Um, and I'd forgive. <laughs> and I did. And I do. And um, one of the effects as well is no boundaries. As in, I don't know how to say no. I don't know how to say no. I don't have the energy to help you today. Because I'm afraid that the day I say no, that person will stop coming to me. And if they stop coming to me, that they go to as their resort, as their resource for strength, that, that they'll go to no one. And I know, and I know that, that as much as people don't think you should put that weight on yourself, I have also been the person that was there to talk more than one person I know off a ledge. And I know it wasn't my fault they got there. But if I hadn't picked up the phone, if I hadn't been there, they wouldn't be here. And because I know that, because I have that awareness, and I'm not saying that people should, but I do think that more people, if they had, if they knew the impact they could have on someone, that maybe they wouldn't treat people the way they necessarily do. Maybe you wouldn't. And again, I don't think there's a lot of malicious intent out there. I think there's a lot of oversight. I think a lot of times you see a message of someone needing help and you think it's okay, someone else has got them. Or you ignore them for a day or two and then you just forget and it's because you have stuff going on in your life and you don't realize that one day, if you don't pick up the phone, if you don't answer, you will be the last straw to someone. And and I'm afraid of that because I know that it's getting harder and harder for people to ask for help. And because it's getting harder and harder for people to ask for help, I'm afraid I'll miss something. And I know that because I know that people have missed something um, in me. And I know that I feel more comfortable never having to ask for help with people. And I know that I have a big, as I said, I have a big safety net. If I jump, I know someone's there. They are the best last resort I could ever have. But one day, they won't be there. And I've learned to depend on myself. Unfortunately, a lot of me learning to depend on myself has meant that I get tired too. And because last year was so much of picking myself up, I was constantly afraid that someone would need me and I would miss something. And I know what's happened. I definitely know it has. And um, it's a lot. And maybe there's, maybe there's a lesson in a bit more of humility. Maybe I think I have too much of an impact on someone. But 
I don't know. Maybe I'm projecting. Um, I think that you have to treat certain people in your life, the ones that are always there for you, the ones that are the strong ones, the ones that are, you know, your proverbial backbone and rock. I genuinely believe that you have to see your energy level at sort of like a dessert stomach <laughs> for them, that you will always, you will never let yourself get to a point that you are so exhausted from what is happening around you that the one time that they ask you for help that you can't be there um, because they won't ask anyone else probably not if they've gotten to a point if you're your strong friend or not even strong because I honestly don't even think that's the right adjective for somebody who can't ask for help because that's implying that people that do ask for help aren't strong and um, I really don't think it's that um, I by the way like this isn't a message of how of of this isn't a message of a lack of hope if anything to me it's a message of of more it's um where something's being lost we're losing something and I don't know if it's just in my life but um there's a connection that's being lost people aren't they aren't treating each other. I I mean I I'm an avid reader and I read fantasy and I I swallow it up and I live in that world so I know the effects of distancing of of believing that um that that kind of world is you know the imaginary world the fantasy world of of uh, this is this is what I've studied and lived in um for years is is seeing the effects of that kind of distancing it's there's there's a lack of an anchor and I I used to say this about um for example my older sister because she's so she's so rational that she she we always saw each other as she was kind of my anchor to keep me from you know floating off into the world but um until I met somebody that was almost worse than me um I didn't know what it was like to 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 ground somebody and to 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 be the the bad guy you know uh, quote unquote uh, to to be the one that says no we can't do that and um, it's weird because I grew up in a, in a household of you can be whatever you want to be and my everyone in my family is somehow in the medical field um, in something quite helpful and lovely and I am not <laughs> I have you know parents that have said if you're willing to work for it you can do what you want and I have started to see the almost negative effects to that now without obviously without them meaning it but with somebody believing that they can do anything and then getting out into the world and being like what I was I was promised as long as I worked hard that it would come true and uh god if that's if that's something I'd learned this year um over and over again it's you can work your ass off and still it won't happen and um it's just it's not you so you know several several lessons from this one I guess this is a, a pretty heavy one but um yeah check in with yourself enough that you have the strength and check in with your friends they might need you make sure you have space make sure you've dealt with your things um, make sure you've thought it through. I've seen so many people hurt people because they they just didn't have time to think, to really think about it. Don't don't tell someone you're falling for them if your feet are still on the ledge. 
don't don't tell someone you'll be there no matter what if you really aren't emotionally ready because if you're just going to turn to them and say this is too much then figure out why it's too much you know like I'm a fan of professional help of getting professional help for sure but I don't think there are many friends that are going to you saying I don't want to pay for a psychologist so I'm going to come to you I don't I don't think they do that um, really what it is is they believe that if you can hold their hand and help them that they'll get better and yeah don't ignore people <laughs> it gets it gets really hard because um, I'm a big fan of you basically you you prepare people to how you're being treated and which means you know you have to establish these boundaries but if someone's giving you a lot and you're not giving anything back they are being drained and they are wondering what they're doing wrong if they've never got mad at you about it they're blaming themselves because we're all trying to find a reason to why things happen and a lot of us are blaming ourselves and um yeah i i think that i'm an extreme version of overthinking the effects that people have on each other and uh how to change them and how to cope and to look inside and 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 really figure out how you're feeling and what's happening and i'm trying to really work on just feeling and just letting things go with the flow and and, and loosening up as some people say but I'm afraid that the day, I'll choose a day to loosen up or I'll choose a moment and it will be the moment that someone needed me to, to overthink and needed me to care and if I go through my life overthinking and overfeeling and overhurting just so other people can't, so other people don't, I, you know, seems like a better option but as I said, if I oh, if if I overeat and don't leave room for that dessert, which I don't like, this is a terrible metaphor for me, but but yeah. Anyway, that's me. Love you guys. Have a good one. <laughs>